There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? Win. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tim Gaither Podcast, episode 83. I am in the green room with uh, my buddy Derek, or Derek Richards. Derek Richards was the uh, opening act this week, but he's not here. He took off with his girlfriend. But Jeff Richards, the other Richards, is uh, also working with me this week, so he's here. Uh, We're in Vegas at the Tropicana uh, Laugh Factory inside the Tropicana Hotel. And I'm also here right this second with uh, Louis Anderson, who I just met tonight. And he is hilarious, and he's been kind enough to come in and uh, talk on the podcast for a few minutes. So I'm here with uh, Jeff Richards and Louis Anderson, and... uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. How you doing, guys? What's up, guys? Uh, hi. Hey, how you doing? Uh, first off, Tim, we just met, but I love you. <laughs> You're so funny. Thank you. You know, I I started in the 80s, and, you know, sometimes I don't have enough to eat, so I just you kind know, on the bedpost. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it is hot in here, though. Is it hot in here? Uh, it's maybe, I don't know, a little... It's, I'm okay. Are you ready to right. play that feud? <laughs> I say that to everybody. I, you don't have to be ready. <laughs> uh, so, were you always, uh, how long, I don't even know what to ask you, man. It's so crazy to me that you're even sitting in front of me right now. What's crazier to me? You know, <laughs> there's a there's a paradox. And, you know, it has not, you know, paradox has nothing to actually do with an ox. Uh, no, it's yeah. just... Paradox. It's a whole other thing. Uh, I don't peel my own shrimp. That's the only difference between making it and not making it. Okay. Is peeling your own shrimp. <laughs> you don't have to peel it anymore. Well, you don't have to. Yeah. What did you say? I just said so you don't have to anymore. I love you. I think you're so funny and 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 cute as a button. <laughs> Look at those dimples. Have you ever thought about Hong Kong? You ever want to? You ever thought about that? No. What happens in Hong Kong? Hong Kong is an um, industrial city, and it's you know there is uh, smog and fog and you know hogs. They have some pigs, and you know it's hard to make it out there if you don't have like the right you know the right you know if you don't know how to melt, make like a soldier belt or uh, you know Afghan socks. Okay. I was stranded in the desert one time, and all I had was my underwear on, and I had a pack of marbles, and that was it. I, I was, yeah. underwear I broke a, a cactus in half. <laughs> I broke a cactus in half. I sucked out a cactus. I lived, oh. in, I lived uh, to tell I, I sucked out a cactus. You broke the cactus open and sucked the juice, the water out of it. I found a broken one already. Okay. Yeah. And you were able to... I was able to scrap it and tease it and, you know, take the confectioner's sugar off of the pastry. Yeah, I sucked on a cactus. (laughs) You you know, you ever been to prison? I've been to jail. Well, similar. Okay. You've been to prison? No, I I shot a movie in prison. Never came out. (laughs) (laughs) It's not bad. Uh, You're hilarious. So I really appreciate being on the podcast. Um, and Jeff Richards, your uh, buddy sitting next to you, who was kind enough to introduce me to you, um, he's great too. And I've had uh, th- this has been the most surreal night of my career. Um, first of all, I, it's Bruce. Bruce is on at seven. Um, our show's at eight thirty. Andrew Dice Clay comes in at ten o'clock, and then. Uh, Bruce Bruce comes in at midnight, so I'm just sharing the green room with all these legends, and uh, it, it's pretty cool. These are the times you try to be grateful for what you do, and uh, just sharing the green room, you know, after my show, and then Dice being in there, and and meeting Louie, and, and uh, uh, you know, it's just cool, man. That's what makes you realize what a cool job it is, and, uh, and I, I, I guess there are... 
several celebrities in that show, which thank God I didn't know they were in that show, um, but I met him afterwards. In that show alone was David Attenborough from Animal Planet, uh, Jesse Pinkman, Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad, uh, Dustin fucking Hoffman was at my show, uh, Jimmy Fallon, and Robert Downey fucking Jr. Um, all those guys are partying outside right now, downstairs while we do this podcast. And the only reason I'm doing it right now instead of hanging out with them is because a uh, few of them have told me that they would come up and do a few minutes on my podcast. So um, George is going to go downstairs and, and round them up and, and bring them in here individually. And uh, I'm going to get them to see if, see if, they're, uh, see if they're available to come up. It was a really good show, you know. It was really nice, you know. You know, Jimmy Fallon's a nice guy. He's a really nice guy. He's a really nice like Jimmy Fallon. So, you want me to bring Jimmy Fallon up? Yeah, yeah, he would be. Is he the first? Do you think you'd get him? Let me go see. Let me go see if he want to come up. You know. Okay. Because there's a few guys that said they would, but yeah, please, George, do that. Uh, hey, man. Ah, so cool. Yeah, it's the most amazing thing in the world. This uh Hey, hi, it's Jimmy Fallon. Tim, nice to see you. It's nice to meet you. Thank you so much for coming up. Ah, so cool, man. I came up to the elevator. I was like, oh, my God, no way, you know? I I saw the elevator. I was like, oh, my God, you know? Well, dude, I thought the same thing when I saw you, and uh, I didn't know you were in my show, thank God, because I would have been nervous as hell. Nah, man, you're cool, man. You're so cool. Yeah, it's totally cool that you're cool, you know? (laughs) You know, it's like uh, the most amazing thing in the world. It's so cool. I found a... I found a paperclip yesterday, you know? You did? I found a paperclip, you know? You know what a paperclip is? Right. I found a paperclip, you know? It's all a twisted piece of metal, you know? And it's on the ground. I picked it up. I was like, dust it off, you know? And I made a missing poster for it, you know? And uh, if no one claims it, I'm going to keep it, yeah. It's amazing. It's so cool. Have you ever met Louis Anderson? Oh, hey, Louis, man. That's so cool to see you, man. It's amazing. Oh, it's hot, Jimmy. You're so cute. Louie, you said I Shut was, up. You said I was cute. You You're me? both cute. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody's cute in this room. <laughs> it is a cute room. And it's a hot room. <laughs> it's hot in here. Yeah, I asked Jordan if he would turn it down a little bit, but I don't know. Hey, man, I could only stay for a little bit. I just want to say hi real quick. You know? I, I appreciate you stopping by, and it's like you're the biggest star that's ever been on my show. Well, you know, I, I can't... Besides Louie Anderson. Sorry, Louie. Oh, yeah. Now you take it. I take it in the balls now. <laughs> Listen, man, I had, I had the greatest time in the world, man. I had the most amazing experience. Did you have fun at the show? That's so cool. You know, Jeff Richards is great, isn't he? I was thinking about being your... Oh, he's great, too, man. Oh, I love you, Jeff. Yeah, it's so cool. Uh, it's the most amazing thing in the world. It's so cool, you know what I mean? Oh, wow. Dude, thank you for coming in, and, and I was, hopefully someday it'll work out I can be on your show. Ah, uh, you know, shoot for the stars, you know? I think you, yeah, call someone and I'll, I'll, I'll call you back or whatever, you know? Okay. <laughs> All right. So well, cool, Thank you, know? you so much for stopping hey, by. Hey, man, I, you know, this is sort of fun, you know? Well, uh, Jeff, who do you think, uh, George, who can we get in here now? Well, uh, let's see, uh, probably... Who's, uh, still in, who's still in the, in the Laugh Factory showroom? Is, uh, is Jesse Pinkman still in there? Aaron Paul from Right. Bring his ass in here. I'm here already, bitch. <laughs> hey, what's up, buddy? Yo, excuse me. Hello. <laughs> I'm testing the mic, okay? You, everywhere you go. One, two, testing. One, two. He was nine years old, man. Testing one. Do you, do you, do you uh, are you just, can you ever get away from that character? It's not so easy, okay? Yeah, People trying to identify you with this character, okay? Something, right? Right, yeah. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. It's hard, it's hard to because I got to end every sentence with bitch. Everybody expects it, right? Yeah. And, and so I got to say bitch <laughs> all the time. And just being around you for a few minutes, it makes me want to do the same freaking thing. Have you met Louie Anderson? It's hot in here. <laughs> Yo, stay the fuck away from me, old man. Wow. Okay? Hey, all right. Bitch. Hey, that's a little awkward. Hey, simmer down. Yeah, take it easy. Aaron? Yo, I don't know if this is some sort of, I don't know, some sort of bullshit. Some sort of shit, I, bitch. I was just told that you wanted to stop in and say hi on the podcast. Yo, I don't have time to stop in or do some shit. Is bitch. 
bitch. Well, I get it. I mean, you're, you're it's just cool to meet you, dude. You don't have to hang out. Yo, I am Audi 5000, okay? Well, it was still a pleasure to meet you. And, uh, uh anyway, at least we got George. You, yeah. All right, man. It was nice to meet Aaron. God, that guy was kind of weird. He just took off. <laughs> hey, David Attenborough said he wants to come in real quick. If you got a room Fuck for yes, him, yes, the guy. He's a real, is a, is a, a good guy. You know, he's, yeah, he's I, a real nice guy. You know, I talked to him for a minute after the show. So yeah, I would love to meet David Attenborough. <laughs> Bigger and wider than any elevator shaft I've ever seen before. Really. Oh, 17th floor. Above it all. That's where you're staying? No, I was staying at the Best Western, but... Uh... <laughs> the bed bugs. The earth doesn't have long to live. Climate change is real. And as the sea level is rising, so is my wife's weight. <laughs> She loves donuts. <laughs> did you enjoy the show, sir? I did. I thought it was great. And I didn't have long to watch the show. I had to go pee-pee in the toilet. Oh! I felt that urgent pressure on the inner wall of your bladder. Oh! And you weren't able to just come back in after? I wear a diaper, so it doesn't oh. matter. Oh. <laughs> and I thought you had to leave. I'm leaving now. <laughs> Have you met Louie Anderson? We're all leaving Earth unless we make some radical changes in the climate. We are headed for disaster. What would you say we would need to do in order to change uh, global warming and the climate? Oh, maybe don't keep the heat on. Quite. So much. Snuggle with each other and find the connection between man and woman and woman and woman and man and man and dog and man and woman. Man, I enjoyed the hell out of your show and uh, your voice is so um, unique. You know, um, I, I can't imagine uh, anyone else talking like that or even being able to imitate you. I think it's, you know. Life imitates life. Yeah. It's a good call. Oh. <laughs> if you're outside looking in. Right. Maybe the inside should look out. I've never thought about But that. our earth is changing. <laughs> the polar caps are melting and the zigzags are zigzagging. Do you drink at all, Mr. Edmonds? Yes, I'm very <laughs> drinked right now. It seems like maybe you are, but uh, I've had a few nightcaps. That's the craziest party in there, dude. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by. Thanks for having me, um, George. Who uh, who else is out there? God, this is fucking surreal. Well, I think a Robert Downey Jr. is out there. I don't Seriously? Talk to would yeah, he, come, he to, come in here? Yeah, he's a good guy. You know, he's a really, really nice guy. I really like him. He's a really good guy. I didn't get know. to meet him after the show, but he's still out there and he would come in here. I think, he, you know, I could ask him, you know. Okay. Well, All right, here I am. Wow. Isn't that I mean? It's kind of strange, right? Like in an instant, I was here, you know? Like not here, then here. Right. Here, here. Um, well, can I shake your hand real quick? I mean, Absolutely. You really actually? Oh, you're actually shaking my hand. That's yeah. weird. Okay, well, whatever, whatever you need to handle yourself. With. Well, I feel like I'm in a goddamn dream or something. Well, you don't have to swear at me, okay? No, I'm not swearing. It's at you. nuclear. It's sub subnatonic. It's weird. It's yeah. strange. Right. It's weird. No, seriously, I like this hotel room. I like what we did with it. You know, you didn't do have to, you didn't have to do a lot. It's like pretty cool. Yeah. Well, this is actually the green room. Um, no, I mean you know green room, you know hotel room, whatever. Yeah. Banquet Hall. Yeah. Did you have fun at the show? Did you like me and Jeff? And you know, I was a little stiff. I was a little. Uh, I had a. You know, I have a. T- I started to use Tampax. Yeah. But not for that. Okay. Um, and I started to use Tampax, and it was kind of this weird, just sort of cathartic, like weird, like strange, like revolutionary, like this. 
just sort of like, you know, quasio, you know, metal, like thrash metal, like bullshit, like, you know, like, you know, sensors, like, you know, trying to do your driver's test, but you don't know where to go, you know, like Godzilla kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I should just found myself sort of like lamenting and like, you know, masturbating to this sort of like, I love Lucy episode. And so here's, here's sort of my, you know, bit backwards way of saying it. I love Barbara Streisand. She's great. You're a very smart guy. It's hard to well, even follow what you're saying. Sometimes. Well, you know what? I have smart. a... Oh, sorry. I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, I was just talking about how smart you are, and it's, it's almost like talking to Dennis Miller, because you're just, you're kind of, you're a smart dude. Well, you know, to be compared to Dennis Miller is a travesty, and also, like, rebelism. It's rebelism. You could rebel in ism. You know what I mean? A travesty? So, you, do you not like Dennis Miller? No, I like... Tra- here's the thing, right? Okay, so it's like... This is like early 1991, you know? And Denzel Washington was throwing this little party by the seaside up in Santa Monica. He had a little wafer house. And it was like this sort of weird, just sort of like cathartic, because I remember like the bath soaps were like, you know, individualized and strange and had seashells in them. So I was like, you know, okay, this is good. This is bad. This is weird. This is strange. You know, so, you know, I ended up like taking a dump on the floor. Okay. So is that weird? A little bit. I mean, but you're Robert Downey Jr. Well, I guess you're right. Yeah. I mean, you've done a lot of things. I mean, you're the only person I've ever... Uh, even known about that that uh, was addicted to heroin or seemed to have a really bad problem with it, and now you seem fine. Well, you know what? That's just the power of Jello Pops. You like? I mean, would you credit that to what got you sober? You know what? Vanilla and chocolate flavor get credit. Really? You better believe it. That's what I lived on for two and a half years. Wow! Really? That's right. It gave me hope and salvation in a way that religion never could. Which is, like, you know. It's, just because it made you happy every time you ate. Well, it's like quasi goo goo. Do you know the Do you know the old pro? What is it? The, the pro wrestling. Do you know that? Do you do you follow, do you follow pro Not wrestling? Really. All right. Well, it doesn't. You won't understand. Um, it's good to be here. Well, I enjoyed the show. I thought it was fun. I thought it was weird. I thought it was strange. I thought it was Indiegogo. I thought it was out of go go. Okay. Why do you think it was strange? I thought it was like a wafer friendly weirdo thing. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like I I wouldn't I would wear a fedora if I could wear a fedora and then like another fedora on my nutsack. I'm kidding. Do you know what you know what's strange about nutsacks? <laughs> do you know what's strange about nutsacks? No. They're actually a nutsack actually they do have sacks that hold nuts. Yeah. They're plastic bags, but they're still all right. All right. I'm trying, you, you're not getting this. None of this is. You're just all going by your. You know, it's like all. You know, see, you're holding that water. It's like you get the last sip of water in the desert, and you're just going to hold it forever. You know. <coughs> I'm just. I'm just in all that I'm sitting here and even looking at you right now and talking to you. At some point, you have to cut me off, okay? Because people might be annoyed by this because they're like, "Well, this doesn't sound like Robert Downey Jr. This sounds like some sort of fucking asshole in a jig jag. This is a guy doing a half a milligram of cocaine." Smoking two and a half cartons of cigarettes and taking dumps. <coughs> this guy took a dump in a bathtub. I'm not lying to you. I was just early. Who did? This is right after I shot. Um, uh, 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 I just can't even remember the movie. Um, you know the one with uh, Iron Man. No, not Iron Man. Less than zero. Less than zero. That's right. It was less than zero, and I felt less than zero because, and this is like the heavy heyday of like people dumping and bathtubs people never talked about this in the 80s because it's not like a friendly thing to talk about but they used to take dumps in bathtubs you know as this sort of like status thing you know it's like so if you had a hotel room you'd take a dump and then it's disgusting but this would happen at these coke parties Louie have you ever heard of people taking oh I remember yeah I'd never stay very long (laughs) at the dump no the dump parties because if I bend over I'm over you know what I mean? If I bend over, I'm over. You know what I mean? I, what do you mean? What, like, it means if I bend over, I'm over. I fall I over. fall over. Okay, I got you. I love you, Louie. I think we're going to be friends. I think we are friends. Can we be friends? I think we are friends. All right, good. I want to tell people I'm friends with Louie Anderson. And I want to tell people I'm friends with Louie Anderson, but I can't because people think I'm crazy. Well, you can love yourself, dude. Love yourself. Yeah, that's all you can do sometimes. I've had a great time here with uh, Jeff Richards and uh, uh, George. 
Can you get Dustin Hoffman in here, dude? You know what? He's been waiting. He's been waiting to come in. To be honest with you, really? Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a really nice guy. You know. So let me go get him real quick. Oh, what well, nice to meet you, I dude! Holy shit, Dustin Hoffman. Um, uh, hello. I mean, God. You I, don't have to. You don't have to be so excited. I, I'm sorry. I apologize. Don't worry. You. Good to be here. Nice to meet you. Much longer. Thank you very much for being at my show. Thank God I didn't know you were in the room. I would have been shitting my pants. Um, I'm sorry. I, I, I what do you have? You have problems with your bowels? No, I, I sound like an idiot. I'm you just, don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> you sound like you might have trouble with your bowels. <laughs> there was a long hallway. Let me just launch into a story. There was a long hallway. I remember. I remember thinking. Well, I'm going to get lost or I'm going to get found. But, you know, if somebody sees me, they know it's Dustin Hoffman, so they'll try to find me to show me which way to go. But if it's just me and I can get where I need to go, I'm doing motivational speak. <laughs> the long, long, it's called The Long Hallway. And it's a, it's a children's book, but it's also something you could explore your own life with. Uh, very attractive. I found a very attractive uh, vase at uh, Capital One Records, and I said, "Can I, can I just take this?" And then just gave it to me. It was a vase. Because your desk now. Well, I mean, well, well, could have something to do with that, but I think there was, you know, mutual uh, mutual uh, admiration with the staff. <laughs> uh, but either way, it was a. Uh, what are you doing in Vegas? How did you? Why did you come to my show? Of all the wanna, shows you could have come to. I'm in a shellfish convention. I'm doing uh, research for different types of bait. Uh, I'm a enthusiast. Really? I love to love to uh, love to get out there and throw the throw the uh, whatever it's called the uh, fishing pole <laughs> out. Uh, you probably think I'm lying. I, I mean. You didn't know what a I am, I am fucking with, I fuck with you. I fuck with you. I'm not really. Do I look like I fish? I don't look like I would wear that kind of hat. No, no, no. <laughs> no you don't. Did uh, did uh, you enjoy the show? I enjoyed the show. I'm though. so glad I didn't. I couldn't see you in there and didn't know you were in there. Because if I knew that Dustin Hoffman was in the room, that is all I would have been well, thinking Well, I wasn't. I came in the last five minutes. Uh, so I only saw you the, the dick slapping uh, the, the, thing. The, the, the dick slapping. <laughs> no, that was the other guy. Yeah, the uh, the, the cross that, that five minutes was good though. So I'm glad. You I saw thought that. it was. Uh, I thought it was very good. It was very, very good. Yeah. <laughs> well, you look great. And uh, are you got any movies coming uh, out? Or no movies. And I'm just uh, you know I got a uh, I got some side business and minerals. I'm working with uh, a couple chemists trying to come up with a mineral. For uh, well, for hay fever or uh, contingia, which is a nerve disorder, if you got uh, early onset, uh, you know, uh, dementia, dementia, or if you have got uh, low calcium or uh, high uh, respiratory reactive uh, reactors. Okay. Uh, anybody involved in uh, anything to when, do with science? When you're in Vegas, does it remind you of the movie Rain Man at all? To rem- people do, do that impression when you're in Vegas. Well, I try, to, I try to take subway out here. I take the subways. <laughs> I don't I don't try to get too involved with the public. I don't like people coming up to me or talking to me like I need to be some sort of different human being or do Rain Man or do whatever. Yeah. I just like to stay in my car and just... Which is why it's another reason it's super cool that you came to my show and our show, Jeff and I, and, and uh, yeah. It was, to meet you. It, was, it was great to meet you. Great to meet you. Crazy to meet you. Will you take a picture with me? Well, sure, of course. Okay. You, got a, you have a camera. You're going to use a phone. You have an actual camera. Is there a photographer? Well, or there's like an actual area to take pictures. If you're going to if you're going to be at that party and hanging out for a minute, then I'll we'll take a few pictures out there. If you're going to be there, if not, mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to take a selfie right yeah, now, I, gotta, I, gotta, I better just go. <laughs> okay, well, I let's take awkward. a selfie then. Let's I feel just, awkward. Let's just go ahead and take a selfie. Well, just no, lean right yeah. in there. And, All right. <laughs> There you all go. right, I think I blinked. That's all right. You don't open right. your eyes much. I don't. I don't I'm really, the same way. I, I don't, don't really it. move my yeah. Yeah, I was my my. Anyway, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, well, it was great too. Uh, gotta go. Okay. Um, How do we break this up? <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I just, I just thanks for coming by, and God bless you, and good to see you, and, and meet you, and uh, thank you very much, and thanks for taking the selfie. Happy New Year, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy, uh, Happy, Happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's in, it's June, but yeah, Happy New Year, and all that. If I don't see, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, well, maybe I will see you. That'd be cool now. We're kind of friends. All right, don't don't creep me out. Okay. <laughs> All right, I will. Uh, well, thanks for coming by, man. God bless you. Good to meet you. And, uh, okay, see ya. All these celebrities, they just, they, just, they, they just walk out. Louie, how come you're not like that? How come you're so down to earth? Why? Because I'm so tired. I don't even want to walk. I'm just exhausted. <laughs> it was almost 84 degrees outside today. 84, that's it? It was about 84. It seemed like it was hot. Oh, but it, it's boiling in the desert. Jeff, um, you do impressions, and uh, uh, you're the best I've ever seen. Oh, well, that's so sweet of you. Uh, you really are. You're the only guy that I've ever come to a show in Vegas to watch when I wasn't working. Like, my wife and I came out here to watch the World Championships, and I was like, oh, Jeff Richards is there. We're going to go stop in and see him. And she was like, you never see comedians. And I'm like, he makes me laugh. I appreciate that. Yeah. So you genuinely do make me laugh. And... uh I'm sure you guys know that those impressions were not those real people. Am I blowing it by saying that? Do you think anybody really thought that? I don't believe it. <laughs> but they were the best impressions of those people that you can get. I mean, Jeff Richards is the best. And and what what you guys can't see that I could, like when he's doing the Dustin Hoffman and, and all of them, for that matter, all of his... Uh, characters it's all uh, the facial expressions and especially there's a few that you really fucking I mean you even kind of look like them you know when you do the impression even though you don't look anything like them for real I think Dustin Hoffman I have the same shape of the head and like Jeff Ross same shape of the head you know do you do Jeff Ross what's up kid what's up man I'm just gonna roast this what am I gonna roast what else your bed? What's up, sheets? You look like shit. Sheets. They should call you shit, not sheets. What's up, kid? You having a good time? Why don't you tell your face? Does he say that to crabs? Yeah. I'm just going to roast this lamp. It's got, what are you, square? Look at it, it's all square with the bamboo. What are you, all, what are you a TV set? When did you realize you could do impressions? Uh, tonight. <laughs> Seriously, how old were you? I think young, you know, young. Really young, I remember just mimicking things and stuff. Maybe you're, you know, maybe like young, like... Three or four? Yeah. When you started? Uh, I don't know. Just I, imitating I, I think so. There was like some recording of me uh, <laughs> making fun of my uncle and me imitating my uncle. Yeah. And I must have been a few years old. Because I can do characters, yeah. but I can't do impressions necessarily. I can mimic people, but it's a different thing. It's kind of a weird little knack, you know. Mimics, mimicking someone isn't the same as being able to do an impression well, of them. I mean, I think it falls in the same category. You think? Yeah. I mean, I always look at an impression as like your take on the person. Your take, you know. Yeah. How you see them. Okay. So if that's the case, doesn't necessarily have to be how someone else would see them, or what, you know, you you kind of set in the playing field like you're painting kind of thing. Yeah. Like some of them, mine, like I mean, Alex Jones doesn't sound like probably doesn't really sound like Alex Jones. You don't think? Facebook. So I've been kicked off Facebook. Not really, you know, but it's kind of a fun take. Like Will Ferrell's Bush, yeah. remember? Yeah. It was it was Roughly, it, it was a fun. It was his fun take on it. it. Wasn't how accurate it was. Yeah, yeah. I don't really remember Will Ferrell's deal, but what's your favorite impression to do? Oh, gee, that's a good one. I don't know, like. Uh, 
Oh, I don't know. I like doing Robert Downey Jr. It's that's a challenging one because you got to talk so fast, and so you have to think of stuff to say. Right. Faster. Is that how he talks? Is that how he is? You know, that's sort of like the I'm doing my take on him that I like is the '80s version of him, kind of more. Yeah. Which is like him just kind of pontificating, you know, and just almost with that coke energy of like just. Yeah. Very, very like just talking fast and talking weird and just, you know maybe a little coked up kind of version of them. Yeah. But I think that. <clears throat> yeah, I think if I modeled it more around maybe Iron Man, that'd probably be smarter, and do more of that kind of version of him. Yeah, probably because you know the movies were so huge. And yeah. All, and then the people that don't know. It would be smarter to do that, probably. Yeah. Probably easier. As far easier. as not having to think of all those, you know, little eclectic things. Like, like sometimes you think some things are going to be easy. Like I remember, I never karaokeed ever in my life, and the first time I tried to do it, it was to it was to Devil Went Down to Georgia. I thought that I could do it because I sang it so many times in my car. I just loved that song, and I tried to karaoke it, and it was hard as hell. It was. It was like impossible. Well, it's a fast song, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I was just deer in the headlights. It was terrible. Yeah. It's the only time I tried to karaoke in my life, and I was fucking horrible. I hate when they play the 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 singing of this part of the song, the vocals, Yeah, underneath at karaoke places. Just let me do it. I mean, why do they have to have it underneath, you know? You mean just let me sing the song? Yeah. Why have the training wheels on? Yeah. That's still fun. But what if you don't know the damn words? Who cares? It's, to me, better. Yeah. Funny. I don't know the words to any song. You think someone could get too far off? Although they have the th- the karaoke's where where uh, where they don't have the words. Yeah, I've never seen that. No, they have the words, but they don't have the vocals of the real song underneath, so that you can hear the song going a okay. little bit and then sing on top of it. I've karaoke, yeah, just that one time, and and that was plenty, pretty much on a dare, but I never understood the uh, appeal to it. Some people are really into that shit. I mean, they love it. It's probably the way they feel like they're... A little star kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. They just get a couple of beers in them and... Yeah. And uh, tilt their head back and they're, you know, some whoever their favorite star is for a minute. They're them. They're it, it must... It, I think it is. Karaoke can be fun. Yeah. I mean, it's I always people this... that are really into it spend a lot of time, you know, energy into it and shit. Yeah. So, sorry. What were you going to say? Uh, I don't forgot. It doesn't matter. Yeah, talking about karaoke, but um, so you've been a comedian now for twenty years, just like me. And uh, you started in where did you grow up again? In uh, North, North Cal- Northern California, Walnut Creek. Okay. East Bay. That's right. And you said the first time you tried comedy though was at Charlie Goodnight's in yeah. North Carolina, which is, used to be one of the best rooms in the country. I don't know what it's like now, but. Uh, that's a great place to start because that would build your confidence right away. Yeah. You know? Yeah, good crowds. Yeah. That's everything. Yeah. Where I started had these amazing crowds. Like, if you had a solid 25 minutes, 30 minutes, you, could, crush. you could headline the room just because it was such a hot-ass room, you know? Yep. I used to tell people all the time when I was first starting out, when I, when I, was, when I started headlining things... But I still only had like 30 minutes. I still only had feature time. I'd be like, I just feature slower, you know? I just like feet, I just like do five minutes of material and then talk to the crowd for a couple minutes and then do another five minutes and then talk to the crowd for a few minutes and always sandwich my crowd work in between two strong bits, you know? Because then if the crowd work wasn't going anywhere, eh, they just go back into my bit, you know? Yeah. That's why I tell people having a, a good act is like having a weapon, you know? Especially, especially when it's a terrible, awful shit crowd, but you have to do your time. There's nothing better than knowing your act so well that you can just push play in your head, and just it's much easier to absorb it when it's almost like you're. It's almost like you're in a, like you have a shield around you. You know, yeah. you're just like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say the words and think about other shit in my head. And good night, you fuckers. You know? Yeah. 
But I hate that. I, I, those shows kind of, those kind of it's just, shows. It's good to be kind of like, you know, no matter what an audience does to me, I'm still going to like yeah. not let them know it, that it got to me. Yeah. What gets to me sometimes is when like, you know, there's like a, in a pause or something with a, in a bit or something, and then I'll hear someone in the audience go, ugh. Or like, this guy sucks. <laughs> like, it's the worst. And you're right in the middle of your bit, and you have to just forget about that right in the middle of that. You've heard that the... more than once? Someone say something like that? Oh, yeah. Huh. You'd be surprised, like, I mean... If I even hear somebody start to say something like that, I just start talking louder. I do, too. And that but, way I can't... You know, not everyone would out. hear these... Yeah. Hear this person or different people, and they're not—they're just little subtle things, or they disapprove in a, in a moment or something, and they make it vocal, right? And and you just—you have to absorb it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, and we were talking about the other night. Like, I can imagine if you started into an impression that the crowd's not into. I mean, I guess you could just cut it off, but you're also kind of committed to it at least for a minute. You, you know? do it for a little bit. Yeah, I think people still, even if they don't know the one, if somebody I'm impersonating, they still can enjoy it. Right. But I don't know how to make it so everybody knows all the impressions unless you do hacky impressions, or which uh, I think I do a couple of those, or what are considered hacky. You know, then done right. so over and over and over again. Sure. Like, like walk in you know, I'm sure some crowds, and I know some crowds love that stuff. But to me, that's like, there's no challenge in doing something that someone's already done a bunch of times. What's like an example of what's an De Niro or he used to be like a Jack Nicholson or like, a, you know, I don't know. Nicholson, De Niro, uh, Al Pacino. Yeah. Um, Schwarzenegger has been done to death. Um, it's like, what do you do with, I mean, I see if you need, there's a reason to do it. Well, like we were talking about the other night, it's a shame how how some things can be considered hacky, even though you might have the best Arnold Schwarzenegger there is by by you know and and not have any any question that you're the best, but it'll still get lumped in with all those other. It's shit. almost like like if in gymnastics, like they have that degree of difficulty, right? It's like it's got to be really good if yeah. someone if everyone's already done it. Yeah, I don't, and I'm sure there's a there's always like some angle you can take on a, a, an impression that you wouldn't have. Sure. That that hasn't been really light enlightened, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, and it, I think the real hard part is trying to figure out which ones to do. Which ones would a lot of people know that's still cool, you know, a fun one you haven't really seen that much of? Yeah. Um, it's interesting you bring up degree of difficulty because uh, my friend Jason Dixon, he'd already been doing comedy like 10 years when I started, so he was kind of a mentor for me. And he used to talk about degree of difficulty jokes, and he was like, you know, anybody can do perfect tens all day if they're hitting fucking swan dives. He's like, hit a triple gainer and see if you can get a, and st- if you see if you can still make a clean entry, you know? See if you can still rip it with that kind of fucking degree of difficulty. Don't just hit swan dives. I've got a lot of degree of difficulty shit, especially my newer stuff. And it either destroys, and especially these days with how tight people are, or it just gets me stared at. And I hate it, but that's what he's talking about. He's like, that's yeah. well, a 3.4 degree of difficulty joke, so... Payoff's gonna be a fucking ten, but you can also belly flop like you know. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, I tried that. And yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, the other night I got this joke where the the punchline is crushing all this slave pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the first two nights I did it, I mean, it did really well. And then the like the I forget it was Tuesday or Wednesday, but first show or something, I did it. And it was a full room, and I was doing really well. And I did that joke and hit the punchline. And there's a line before it that if I don't do, the punchline doesn't get anything. If I do the line before it, that punchline has a chance. And I had forgotten that line, so I just went right to the punchline. 
and and it just I mean oh, it was no. so fucking quiet in there I don't think you saw it but and I was doing well man it was going great and some, I just some of these audiences can be kind of tight and I you know it's a lot of shows out here <clears throat> what we talked about too there's so many factors you never know who just lost a bunch of money or you know if they were yeah. in the pool all fucking right. day drinking in the sun and right. and you know or they just you know you never know but you they were no great idea. tonight they were, they were great tonight and, and they usually are and it's a good room and and even when it's not great there's always pockets of great people yeah that get you through those shows and that appreciate it and come up to you afterwards and tell you everything that you kind of wanted to hear you know yeah um and you do we've talked about talked about this a million times on my podcast you have to try to remind yourself that people are having a good time and they just might not be laughing out loud kind of people and blah 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 but it's one thing to say that and to know it but still like last night that first show I hated it and the second show was fucking great and I felt you feel so much di- you feel different on stage like when it's going well you feel like a freaking stud yeah. like a rock star like Everything you say is, is great, and and everything you that's coming up, you're excited to do it. And when it's a shitty audience, you're like, oh, they're gonna hate this too. And you feel so unconfident. It's you hard. Don't, you don't want to talk to anyone because you're finally getting a little bit of a rhythm, and you know if you talk to them, then it might go south again. So you're just like, I'm just gonna keep not really having that much fun, but it's going along okay. Yeah. It's just so much to this shit, but it's uh, it's addictive. It's like last night after first show, I was like, I'm just gonna quit. Fuck all this. <laughs> and then after, then halfway through the second show, I was like, This is why I do this. God yeah. Damn it. You know. And last night was amazing. That second show. Yeah. It was so fun. Had that really pretty girls up front with their parents, and I was able to mess with their dad a little bit. Like you know, everyone wants to hump your daughter and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And and he was really cool with it because hell, he knows. Poor guy. He's like, I know. Look at them. They're beautiful. They're my daughters. I'm just fucking... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun show. Yeah. When you have crowds like that, you know... Um, yep. It makes all the difference in the world. And you got these other people that they might just be coming in to kill the time. Maybe they got free tickets or maybe they got... Maybe yeah. they, their hotel pissed them off somehow and their only way to make them happy was give them these tickets but they're still pissed. Or, I don't fucking know. You know. But I've really enjoyed working with you. We've got uh, we've got two more shows. We've got one. Is just two more? Two more. Yeah. Normally this is a really long week. Normally this is like a sixteen show week, and this week it's only been eleven. Which five less shows, dude? And they're paying us the same. It's cool. So six we, less shows. Is it six? I think it's just five. Two, two. Oh yeah, five. So, but still, five less shows. We get paid the same. It's great. Um, we get to hang out, and we'll watch one of Dice's shows, and hopefully get to hang out. And uh, I've never actually met him, so maybe you can introduce me to him. Yeah. I mean, I've seen him, and I know him, and I know, you know, of course. Um, I've been around him, but I never I never wanted to be that guy and go up and talk to him, and he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that wants you to do that anyway. Yeah. You, like, almost have to have an introduction. Yeah, um, sure. So... Maybe you can introduce me to him. Sure. And uh, we'll hang out. And we should do some videos together. Sure. Of some variety, you know. I mean, we both... You know, I can do characters. I don't do impressions necessarily, but... I could do a passable enough whatever, you know. Sure. That kind of stuff is... Like, like, today's been a good day, man. Like, I uh, exercised in two podcasts. Had a great show. Um... And I always feel better when I, the more stuff I do, you know? Yeah. I make myself get up and do something. Like, sometimes I'll sit in these hotels and just not do shit. I'm like, well, why don't you go for a walk or something? Yeah, I went, out, went down to the pool today and just sat in the grass. Yeah. yeah Great. It's a, good, it's a good pool. It's a good workout room because there's a treadmill and you can yeah. keep people watch everybody at the pool. Yeah. And there's some funny people. It's a real good gym, yeah. Yeah. You been going there? I have. I haven't this trip. You were? Did you? You played college athletics, right? Just high school. Oh, okay. I thought you were a baseball player in college. Or something. No. 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 I had a bad knee, but I don't think I would have been able to get that far anyway. But yeah. 
Yeah. I couldn't hit a curveball uh, that well. That's kind of the thing, right? That's the thing that kind of like, you got to be able to do that. Yeah. Like any really good, well, I shouldn't say any, but like fastball is one thing, but hitting a curveball is a completely different animal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't a good hitter. Tell me about Saturday Night Live, dude. You never talk about it. You were on Saturday Night Live, by the yeah. way. Jeff Richards was on Saturday Night Live and Mad TV. You were oh, on both. Just for a little bit. On You're this. the only person that's ever been on both, right? No. No. Oh. Uh, Taron Killam. Okay. He did it, too. Okay. And I was also on In Living Color and uh, Laughing. Oh, Laughing. Huh. And uh, Second... No, all those are lies. <laughs> Those are all lies. Uh, well, yeah, it was great. It was fun. It was very challenging. You know? <clears throat> yeah. What 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 was challenging about it? Do you have to be a writer first? That was the most challenging part. Being a like if you can write there, you you pretty much set. You can write and get things on the air. It's the whole goal. Yeah. So you have to know how to write. Um, I wrote. I would write. Write well with other people, but never like on my own. Yeah, I didn't have that discipline at the time. Was that so? Did you do a lot of sketches on Saturday Night Live? I did. Yeah, pretty good. Right? Were you nervous as fuck? Some of them, yeah. Yeah. Some of them. And then sometimes you wouldn't be. Yeah. So like the De Niro one was like just the most exhilarating I think because it was like the top of the show, and I get choked. By Robert De Niro. Yeah. And it was just... That was wild. <laughs> by was, Robert De Niro. He choked you. Yeah, that was one where I was just so glad to get my lines out and do them right. Because it's just too too much, you know? Live TV, Robert De Niro. I was just... Yeah. That's the most, like, like wildly excited I was to be on there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like... Al Gore did one thing with him. I was Willy Wonka, and he was my brother. And that was one that was, like, really cool, too. <laughs> do your... Uh, Surreal. Do your Willy Wonka. Do the, do the Willy Wonka you do on the show. Oh, I can't remember those lines, but... okay. There's no way of knowing... <laughs> which direction we are going. But I know where we're going. Good, fine, on we go! Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. Did he die? Yeah. Gene Wilder died. A few years ago. Yeah. Yeah, him and Richard Pryor were great together. Some of those movies. And, and then I and then I heard that Richard Pryor hated all those movies and he was fucking wasted through all of them and he doesn't remember filming. Really? Them. Drinking? Yeah. Or no, like coked up and shit. Really? Yeah. And he, he'd like do all these interviews about him later on and he's like, I was so wasted during that movie. I hated that piece of shit. And I was like, man, I love that movie growing up. I had no idea you hated it and that you were wasted during it and all this shit. What a performer to like be on coke <laughs> and you don't even know. He's, yeah. He yeah. just had that. Dude, it's I tried to coke a few a handful of times in my life, and I can't imagine performing. How can you remember on your it? lines on? How do you perform without having a freaking heart attack? He must have been so relaxed. I guess. And so confident that he's just fine. Overrides it all. Yeah, I tried coke. I've done it a few times. It's been a long time, just a handful of times. But I never really got. I never really understood the allure of it. It just makes you want to talk. And it, it doesn't really, you're not, you're not a good listener, you're just waiting for someone to quit talking so you can talk. I had a good time yeah. one time, one one time, like in my 20s, me and this guy did it, and a lot of it. <laughs> but, anyway. So, yeah, I hope we get to hang out with Dice a little bit, and uh, do you have any other Saturday Night Live stories? Because it's funny that you're, you're a pretty modest guy, you never talk about it, you never, you know, and I forget that you were even on there. But you were, and uh, did you do Drunk Girl a lot when you were on there? Yeah, I think I did it about nine times. That's so funny, dude. Yeah, it was fun. That was a good one. That character is so goddamn funny. <laughs> yeah, I gotta update it and do something. Not like that, but... Like, female characters are kind of fun. I do a couple of them in my act. Yeah. Who else do you do? Oh, I just do this voice of this... Girl that works at Best Buy. Okay. I only do it for a couple lines. Yeah, but I like doing it. 
It's kind of a funny character. How do you decide what character, what who to try to impersonate, do impressions of? Oh, I don't know. That's a weird one. Like people will say, suggest things. Yeah. Like The Rock, somebody suggested recently, and I tried that one out yeah. a couple times. And I like that one. It's like, you know, just trying to think of the ones that are relevant, if you can, as relevant as possible. Somebody can do have a good take on them. Yeah. But it's a weird thing. I tell you, it's, it's, it could be hit and miss sometimes <coughs> yeah. with these because if the crowd doesn't really know who they are, that's not good, right? Yeah. So now it's got to be enough of a character to be funny. Right. It's, it's, a, it's not as easy as it looks. Because people go, oh, impressions, that must do well. Everyone loves impressions, but it's yeah. hard to pick them out. Sure. And to, you know, I mean, and you, and you have to be funny with them, too, you know. So, yeah, well, I, in my opinion, you're the best, and we've talked about it a few times this week, and I always tell you that, and uh, you, you've mentioned a couple times, like, I don't know, sometimes I think I need to do something different, but I think you're the best, and I think you need to stick Thank with, you. with what you do and how you do it, and, and uh, yeah, looking forward to the last two shows, and then... We need to hang out more when we get back to LA. I don't have yeah. enough, I don't have enough real friends and, and you know that I hang out with all the time. And where are you at again? Uh we have a house in Lomita, which is out by Torrance. It takes about thirty five, forty minutes. I'll come get your ass. Okay. And uh yeah, we'll make you dinner. You can meet my baby. Cool. Yeah, my kid's awesome. He's gonna be funny, dude, I can tell. Cool. Yeah, he's already a handful. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? You want to tell anybody where you're at? No, it's Instagram at the Jeff Richards and website tastyjeff.com. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Tastyjeff.com. All right. And uh, as always, everybody, go to Making It Happen, M A C A N It Happen.com. Help out little Bo Macon and um, TimGatherComedy.com has all my links and social media and YouTube and uh, we've been working on some stuff been filming a lot of stuff and uh, hope to have it uploaded soon and these podcasts are going to be a regular thing again and uh, so thanks for listening everybody God bless all of you appreciate it take care bye